morning, everybody. Let's hope Ohio State makes as short an order of Oral Roberts today as I will make of this podcast. It is early on the Friday of the NCAA tournament, the first day of the NCAA tournament. I've never been good with dates, but I think today is today the 19th or is today the 20th? It's Friday. That I know. And I'm glad to have you with me. There was no midweek podcast this week, so you did not miss it, but I do appreciate your indulgence. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on, but now we got NFL free agency, and we have the Buckeyes debuting today against Oral Roberts, and we have State High School Boys Basketball Tournament, and that's where I'm headed today to watch an 11 a.m. semifinal between the Botkins Trojans and Richmond Heights from the Cleveland area, and I believe Josiah Harris of Richmond Heights is a guy that Ohio State has offered. He's a 6'7 junior, so I'm looking forward to getting my eyes on him. And later on in the day, I'll be watching Worthington Christian in a 5 p.m. D3 semifinal against Cincinnati Taft. And so I love high school basketball. I love the Boys State Tournament. It's the University of Dayton. So it's going to be a fun day. And in the middle of that, of course, I'll be watching Ohio State against ORU at 3 p.m. from Mackey Arena. So, a reminder before we go any further that Hemisphere Coffee Roasters is the official coffee of the of the We Tackle Life podcast. I almost said it. I almost said the former name of the podcast, which Chris wouldn't care. Um, I wish I had Chris, obviously, every day, but particularly today, to give me some perspective on NFL free agency because uh, that's his expertise, and I'm sure he's even deeper in those waters now that he has an executive position with the Detroit Lions. So, um, I will... Try to connect with him over the weekend and get his perspective on a couple of things and check out how he's doing since his uh, hip replacement surgery Um, because um, he's busy, I'm busy, and uh, we don't connect every single day, every single week. But he is uh, still uh, a guy that I love networking with and talking with, and I miss him on the podcast, and I know you all miss him too. All right, so let's get to uh, last night's NCAA tournament. I was stunned 15 minutes ago to look at my laptop and find that UCLA beat Michigan State. And the reason I'm stunned is because uh, right before I went to bed last night, in fact, I only went to bed because I thought, well, Sparty's got this one put away. It was late in regulation. They were, I think, tied. They hit two free throws, and then they got a bucket from Aaron Henry in the lane and then they got Gabe Brown on the block. I mean, it wasn't Gabe Brown. It was somebody else. Uh, but they got a basket and an and one. They must have missed that free throw because I they went to overtime. And UCLA won in overtime. And here's the deal. We're not going to be talking about the result. We're not going to be talking about how Michigan State blew the lead. We're going to make a thing out of Tom Izzo and Gabe Brown at halftime, which is just stupid. And Kenny Smith of TNT was just, he was just, he's wrong, okay? I know we're in the touchy-feely era where coaches can't discipline kids. Let me clue you in that kids need discipline. They need an authority figure in their lives. They need a guy who demands more of them, and they need a guy who loves them, and Tom Izzo does all that. And if cancel culture is going to come for Tom Izzo and Michigan State University lets Tom Izzo get lit up criticized, marginalized, or heaven forbid canceled because he came out on the floor at halftime after Michigan State screwed up a defensive switch. 
and a very emotional, mad, passionate Gabe Brown got in his coach's face and started to walk away, and Tom Izzo grabbed his jersey so that he could have a conversation and assert his rightful authority as head coach, not as a white head coach, but as a head coach over Gabe Brown, then it'll be just another instance of how stupid we've become in this world. If anybody doubts that Tom Izzo cares about his players, you're a moron. And uh, I would assume that Mateen Cleaves and everybody who's played for Izzo at Michigan State would come to his defense today because what Kenny Smith tried to do to Tom Izzo at halftime was stupid and ridiculous and unfair and mean-spirited and anything else I can think of. That was a nothing moment. And if you've ne- the only people who would make something out of that are people who've never played sports. And somebody like Kenny Smith, who's won NBA championships and who played for Dean Smith, to say, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that, that's wrong. No, Kenny Smith, you're wrong. And thankfully, there's Charles Barkley there to put some common sense into uh, the nonsensical histrionics of Kenny Smith. It was nothing. It was it was literally nothing in the grand scheme of how coaches coach their players. And it's typical that nowadays we look at Gabe Brown walking away from his coach, speaking in a tone that's unacceptable to his head coach, and we blame the coach for trying to calm his player down and grab him and pull him in and I'm just, I'm just so, I'm incensed by this kind of nonsense because, and the reason why I'm incensed by it is because cancel culture is vile and also because this is, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try to drive a good man from making a difference in the lives of young people. That's what we're going to try to do, right? The world is going to be better with Tom Izzo not coaching college basketball like, there's no way that is any <laughs> any way defendable. If you think Tom Izzo hasn't helped young people who he has touched, influenced, mentored, guided, disciplined, and yes, yelled at, then you're crazy. You are utterly crazy and stupid. So... Okay, remember to use your promo code, we tackle life in all caps to get 15% off at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters, get the new bourbon barrel, aged coffee, all their other great flavors, Hunter's Blend, House Blend, and uh, boy, Hemisphere, they're just such awesome people over there, and um, I'm, I'm all about partnering with awesome people. You know, I talked about Izzo making a difference in people's lives, Hemisphere makes a difference in people's lives by allowing growers around the world to get more money for their coffee and then in those local communities, those small, tiny, impoverished local communities in Nicaragua, Thailand, Ethiopia, they they flourish. They flourish because of what Paul and Grace do by buying the coffee and really being true partners with growers around the world. Okay. So now let's get to Ohio State Oral Roberts. This one scares me a little bit. I'm paranoid. I know. 
it could very easily be a 25-point win. Ohio State could dominate them inside. Ohio State could just lock them down because Oral Roberts is, you know, going to just shoot three after three after three. But if they hit threes, that can be tough. You can find yourself down big. And so it scares me because I'm, as I said, I'm a paranoid idiot. Ohio State played very well in a Big Ten tournament, but do they have a propensity to sometimes lose shooters? Yeah, they do. And Oral Roberts has a bunch of shooters. They got guys who hit threes like crazy. They hit more threes than any team in the country. Uh, but I have confidence in Chris Holtman, and I have confidence that he'll get the job done today uh, by figuring out a way to cover Oral Roberts and its leading scorer, uh, who uh, I should have his name written down here. I thought I did, but I guess I don't. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit here. Max Ambus, 24 points a game. They shoot uh, three guys they have shoot 42, 41, and 46% from three. Uh, they have won, I think, six in a row in the Summit League, won their tournament. Here are their scores against good teams that are in the NCAA tournament. They got pounded by Missouri. They gave Wichita State a five-point game, Oklahoma State a five-point game, Oklahoma a 14-point game, and Arkansas an 11-point game. So uh, here's what you see on those scores. Missouri scored 91 on them. Wichita State 85, Oklahoma State 83, Oklahoma 79, and Arkansas 87. So what does that tell you? It's hard to keep them from scoring. You have to score. I I hope E.J. Liddell is super motivated today because he did not have a good game at all against Illinois in the Big Ten Tournament Championship game. E.J. is such a conscientious young man that I would be very surprised if he was not uber motivated today to come out and really show that he's a first-team All-Big Ten player. Uh, Dwayne Washington, I am very uncomfortable with the questioning of Dwayne Washington by some of the people who cover Ohio State, and they looked at D-Wash scoring 92 points in the Big Ten tournament, and they're like, oh, now you've arrived, and you're this, and you're that. And I was hoping Dwayne would say, hey, dude, like every game's different, and nothing you get last weekend guarantees you anything this weekend. Dwayne handled it okay. He just said, you know, all, what I'm going to try to do is, what people ask, what are you going to see out of Dwayne Washington this week? And uh, I was hoping he'd say, good decisions with the basketball. Uh, but, you know, it was more, and, and not like, hey, I'm going to light it up from three, which he didn't say that. He said, I'm going to provide energy for my team. So he gave a good answer, but I don't like people leading him down the primrose path of, hey, you know, you're like Mr. Scorer guy now, because he can be. But in the framework of the offense is the best way and the only good way for that to happen for Dwayne Washington. Okay, a little NFL news here, but first a reminder, Willis Spangler Starling's the official attorney firm of the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 The Answer of Bruce Hooley and should be yours because they're unlike other attorneys I've dealt with. I had a really bad attorney experience <laughs> a few years back. And I mean, it was a really bad experience. And uh, let's just say I'm super glad I found Willis Spangler Starling because uh, they just have a different way of staying on top of things. And I really get the impression from my dealings with them that they're invested. And you want an attorney who you're just not a number and a name and a billable hour to. You want somebody who takes a personal interest in your case and somebody who's willing to have that off-the-books, off-the-clock conversation with you to bring you up to speed. That's what I found with Stan, Kelly, 
Ashley, Phil, and the partners at Willis Spangler Starling. So remember their name. Keep that in mind if you ever need an attorney, workers' comp, personal injury, wills estate planning, uh, probate, on and on and on. They're awesome. Willis Spangler Starling. Online, willisattorneys.com. W-I-L-L-I-S, willisattorneys.com. NFL free agency news. Let's start with the Browns. Uh, They signed a safety. I think John Johnson know nothing about him, but everybody wanted him, and so that's a good signing for the Browns. Uh, I think it's smart always to add guys in the secondary. You can never have too many DBs. They got hurt last year when Greedy Williams had injuries. Denzel Ward's always hurt at least for a couple of games a year. I don't like this one. Troy Hill, I know he had a great year last year. I know he's a northeast, north... Yeah, Northeast Ohio, East Central Ohio kid from Youngstown. There's no universe in which I'm giving a four-year, $24 million contract to a 30-year-old corner. No universe am I doing that. Uh, I'm just not. You're going to invest in an old guy? Spend that money on J.J. Watt. Spend that money on a pass rusher. Because I just, look, I know Troy Brown had a, Troy Hill had a great year last year. Um, but he's on the Rams, okay? They got Aaron Donald. They got the best defense in the NFL. No thank you to the four-year, $24 million contract for Troy Hill. Uh, Andy Dalton has a new home. Andy Dalton, quarterback, Chicago Bears. Now listen, a lot of people are like, oh, the Bears quarterback situation is the worst in the NFL. Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. I actually think those two guys are super compatible. And Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. He's not. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, but he's not awful, <laughs> which well, that's great defense there, Bruce. He's not awful. How would you feel about that? Hey, you know, Bruce Hooley, he's not awful. I'd take that. Andy Dalton's got five playoff appearances. Do the Bears have a good team around him? Mm, they're kind of Bengalish during the Andy Dalton era. So I'm happy for Andy Dalton that he's found a home. Uh, any organization will be better with Andy Dalton in it. That's how I look at it. But is Andy Dalton going to take the Bears to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I hope so. That'd be great. I'd love to see that for Andy Dalton. I don't even know if he can beat out Nick Foles. So, uh, but I'm happy for Andy. And it uh, gives him an opportunity to compete for a starting job. So we'll see how that goes. A.J. Green to the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. Uh, one year, $6 million guaranteed. He can make more with Kyler Murray. Look, A.J. Green's got something to prove. A.J. Green last year looked to me like he didn't really want to play football. I think that's true. I don't think he wanted to play football for the Cincinnati Bengals. And he just had reached his end with the Bengals. So the Cardinals have DeAndre Hopkins, which that's great for A.J. Green, that somebody else gets to be A.J. Green, and he can be Marvin Jones and or you know Tyler Boyd or whatever. He can be the two. Or he can be the three if Fitz comes back. Now, Fitz has been thinking of retiring for like five years. And he always comes back for one more year, and he's always phenomenal. Larry Fitzgerald, dude, what a player he is. And they have now, if Fitz comes back, do they have three Hall of Fame wide receivers? I mean, I think A.J.'s a Hall of Famer, but... He's probably going to have to wait. Fitz, if he retires the same year as A.J. Green, Fitz is going in first ballot. Uh, A.J. Green wouldn't shock me, depending on who's in the class, to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, there's no doubt. He shouldn't have to wait 
more than three years to get in. But because the Bengals never won a playoff game, never made a Super Bowl, you know, they'll all pin that on A.J. Green as if he had nothing to do with them being a five-time playoff team with Andy Dalton, the quarterback. Yes, I know I just disparaged Andy Dalton after telling you that Andy Dalton is not awful. Um, so, uh, But A.J. Green is more the one who made Andy Dalton than Andy Dalton is the one who made A.J. Green. I think we would all uh, agree with that comment. So uh, that's my NFL free agency blitz. Uh, as I said at the outset, I'm going to make this one a quick one because I want to touch base with you. I don't like to go too many days without getting back um, in front of you to hopefully strengthen you with a faith portion of the podcast, which is coming. But there'll be more to say tomorrow after we get a eyeballs on Ohio State, and we'll know then assuming they move on past Oral Roberts. Oh, my goodness, if they don't, there'll be a lot to say tomorrow. But then we'll know it's Virginia Tech or Florida, and I'll have gotten an eye on those two teams, and we'll assess what will hopefully be a Sunday matchup between Ohio State and an opponent from either the ACC, and Buzz Williams does a great job with Virginia Tech defensively. That'll be a way different game in the second round than the first round because neither Florida nor Virginia Tech – is going to be as porous defensively as Oral Roberts is going to be today. Ohio State just has to take advantage of that. Uh, before we get to the faith portion of the podcast, one more sponsor reminder. Actually, two more. CBD Health Collection in Granville. They're the makers of the Spielman CBD brand. Their stuff is fantastic. And you can get 15% off at CBD Health Collection if you use the promo code BRUCE. So I'm getting a ton of positive vibes from people on email about CBD Health Collection products including a friend whose dad now sleeps through the night on a jacked-up shoulder because he uses the freeze gel on his shoulder. It does take the edge off your pain. It's no joke. CBD is legit. And CBD Health Collection CBD is super legit because they are respectful of the fact that, look, it's not regulated by the FDA. A lot of people put out crappy CDD, CBD with butane in it and stuff like that. And theirs is safe. Theirs costs a little more because they go to extra uh, vigilant safety measures to get the CBD out of the plant in a healthy way for your body. And it's worth it to have you know, a product you're putting into your body to take care of your pain to not cause you health problems down the road, right? Yes, of course. So they understand that, and for listeners of this podcast, they'll give you 15% off with the promo code BRUCE, and that way it brings them closer into line with the junk CBD that's out there in other places. Also, AUI Info, they're your, they're your authority on health insurance, and make sure you take advantage of this open enrollment period to do a health checkup with AUIinfo.com, health insurance checkup. Don't pay for more. Don't pay for the wrong health insurance. Get it from AUIinfo.com. You're already paying for a health insurance consultant. Avail yourself of their expertise and have them take a look at it. You can take care of that as easily as a login to auiinfo.com and a quick Zoom chat or a quick, uh, not a Zoom chat, an internet chat. They have a chat feature. Hi, can I help you? You type in, I have this. Here's how many kids I have. I'm single. Here's what, you know, here's what we need. Do you think we're getting a good value? And they'll give you their opinion free. So, uh, and there's no ever charge from them. They're paid by the health insurance companies. Okay. To the faith portion of the podcast. Uh, it's really interesting to me that 
I had a long conversation yesterday that will play on my radio show today with a Lebanese Jew by the name of Gad, G-A-D, Saad, S-A-A-D. Gad Saad is a professor at Concordia University in Montreal, Canada. He is an evolutionary psychologist. So Bruce Hooley, evangelical Christian, talking to Gad Saad, evolutionary psychologist, about cancel culture, about his book, The Parasitic Mind. And there's a subtitle to it, something about how uh, erroneous thinking is uh, attacking common sense or something like that. But if you Google Gad Saad, S-A-A-D, or Google The Parasitic Mind book, you will find his book. I highly recommend his book. What? Bruce Hooley recommending a book from an evolutionary psychologist? Yes, because his book is phenomenal in sorting through many of these challenges and erroneous thinking, this Romans 1 personification, Romans 1 reality of rampant sin in the world. Gadsad quotes in his book several times Bible verses. Now, he's not a Christian. I don't even think he's a believer. I didn't ask him. But we had a 20-minute conversation. It'll play on 989theanswer.com. 989theanswer today at 530, uh, and most of the, of the 545 segment as well, because he was that fascinating. So what does an evolutionary psychologist have to do with the faith portion of the podcast? There's a verse in the Bible that says, God has written his truth on every human heart. And I found that to be brought right in front of my ears and eyes yesterday in my conversation with Gad Saad. Now, Mr. Saad probably would not agree with my assessment of the truth in his heart being put there by God. He would probably say it's from his studies, from his um, own uh, acumen academically, and that is his view. My view is of the fact that God has placed his truth, God's truth, the truth, on every human heart. Because he was so insightful on speaking to transgenderism, why the George Floyd uh, death touched such a nerve in America and touched off uh, protests and riots around the country. Uh, he was very insightful on the election of Donald Trump and the histrionic reaction to that, on the uh, appointment of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court and the histrionic reaction to that. And I think you will find it um, uplifting, insightful, and equipping, empowering for you as a Christian, if you are interested, or as just a person who is forced to exist in a culture that is increasingly hostile toward common sense and truth, to listen to the interview. But here's the deal from a faith perspective. There is going to be a day where um, everyone who does not believe in God does. I wish that day would be a day where everyone comes to faith. The reality of it is that that day will be when God uh, ends this world and judges all men. I'm doing an evangelism class now in my Sunday school class where we don't refer to those who have not come to faith in Christ as unbelievers. We refer to them as pre-believers. 
That does not mean that we think we're going to convert the world. That means that eventually everyone will believe because eventually every knee will bow and every, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I used to be <laughs> even more legalistic than I am now. Chris has been phenomenal for me in holding me accountable to extending grace and forgiveness to other people because he points out right, rightly that I have been the beneficiary of God's grace. I am not qualified for eternal life based upon any of my own qualifications. I am qualified for eternal life and forgiven by God only because Jesus lived a perfect life, provided the atonement for my sin, and I have claimed Jesus' perfection as my only qualification. The Apostle Paul in the Bible says that our deeds on this earth are filthy rags, filthy rags in the eyes of God, who is a pristine, holy, uncorrupted, incorruptible God. So I just found it so interesting that Gadsad, who speaks truth, has been enlightened to truth and has been given a gift of truth and how to speak to it by a God that he does not acknowledge. I certainly hope he does. He grew up in Lebanon. He had a horrible upbringing. He was uh, thankfully delivered from the Lebanese Civil War as a Jew. He was targeted. His family was targeted. And I believe God has had his hand on Gadsad for his entire life. And I believe that God is working in every life, calling, pulling, drawing people to him. But not everybody heeds that call in their life. And that's incredibly sad to me because God wants everyone to come to faith in him. So cancel culture, let me, let me say it this way. There is neither side of this cultural divide now that is um, God's design for the world. God does not want us to be at odds. God does not. Those who promulgate cancel culture are outside God's plan for dealing with humanity. Those who practice racism are way outside God's plan. So, I criticize those who use race as a wedge to divide our country. But I want you to be totally and crystal clear on the fact that racism has no place in a Christian's life. And so I may be guilty of too many times not saying that so that people think that I harbor thoughts that I don't. Jesus is, as the Bible says, no respecter of persons. What does that mean? The verse says there is neither uh, Jew nor Greek, slave nor free. He looks at all men as his creation. And so Jesus did not come to deliver the Jews from Roman rule. So he does not care about delivering a certain race of people, nationality of people. He does not favor one over the other. Racism has no place in the kingdom of God, and cancel culture has no place in the kingdom of God. Um, you cannot disadvantage another person in any way, 
and be a true child of God. So, but you also can speak truth about people who want to use socialism, racism, any other globalism, any other thing to elevate themselves over another group of people. And that is not of God either. So um, I'm, I'm praying for our country. I'm praying that God's love and healing can come to our country. Uh, I would invite you to join me in that endeavor because the gospel is so awesome that, um, and I think our country has indisputably been favored by God and touched by God, but I really think we're in a place where um, persecution toward Christians is ramping up, and if so, nothing happens without God's hand upon it or allowance of it, and so I want to be equipped to speak truth in love, in power, and um, I'm committed to that, and I hope that all of you are strengthened by this portion of the podcast. So that was where I will leave it on a Friday with the Buckeyes debuting today in seven hours. Hope you all have a great day. I will try to do another one of these tomorrow or late tonight so that we have an assessment of their opening round game in the NCAA. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.